1: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving.
2: This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, and, uh, like I said, every week is a great week to have different guests on and talk different subjects and different things, but, uh. I got some guests that's coming back on. You know, he's been on before. They did a great job. I had him on, you know, got him back on. It's a good week to talk about different things. Brian Wine, is that B? Yes, I am. James, how are you? I'm doing good. And, B, I just, uh, you know, it's good to meet people, especially great people, you know. You sit around and speak to them and you learn from them and people that's, that's good to be around. And we talked about that. You know, you got to put yourself around good people. I met this gentleman, uh, Jose Chavez, you know
3: Jose? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, James?
2: I'm watching. Right, you know what? He's kind of like, you know, like the guys we hung around with. You know, just so great to get along, and you know, just you know, just out there to help. You know me? Oh, I do, I do.
4: That's it's hard to find. It's hard to find, James.
2: Well, guys, let's let's get talking. You know, uh, Jose in when you want, we're gonna talk to you. We're gonna ask you questions. You know how we work, in be. But, uh, I want to yeah. cut off, guys. You know, we, we talked about different things, but this one subject that I want to, um, ask you, Brian, and then you, you try to get into, Jose, you know, uh, um, right. we look at, right. we look at the news and we see all this bad stuff, for our athletes, but Brian, just kind of in your feeling. Jose, maybe you can help me out too. I haven't spoken much, but you know, the young man for the Cleveland Browns, uh, right receiver, got in trouble last year from drug substance, you know, Um now he's suspended for years. <laughs> Now he comes back two weeks later, and he gets a DUI. Uh, before you start, Brian, Jose, we look at all this like, you know, how you, how you see it in the eyes of these athletes and how they keep getting in trouble. You do you think it because of the celebrity or the money, or do you think, you know, just, they think they're invincible? What do you think, Jose?
3: Well, man, you know, some, some are just there for the money. But, you know, and, you know, some of them that... Yeah. You know? Yeah, you cut off a little bit, but uh um, some of some of them are for the money. You know, you know, they're out for the money. Uh yeah, money talks, but uh you know, some of them just are in there for the game, man, you know, they love
2: it. uh Brian, throw your expertise in it. I, I wait till you hear this one, Jose. What do you think, B? <laughs> uh,
4: well, you know what? Jose Jose is is got, you know, Part of it, right? And my, in my opinion, James, I, I, you know, I'm no expert because this is this is about life skills, and you and I always talk about life skills, being able to identify high risk situations, being able to have the right support, right? And uh, Jose's got it. You know, as soon as as soon as you get a, a young individual that starts up and coming and gets in into professional sports, they've made it. And, and the way they feel that they've made it is by signing on. And when they sign on, they get a large sum of money. Now, how they manage that money is is difficult because a lot of them, and, you know, the NFL's done a great job, James, as you know, over the years. They didn't really educate a lot of these young players who are up and coming that were signing for big uh, amounts of dollars. And so they really didn't know how to manage that money. But what happens here is that uh, they they fail uh, to see what it is that they're there for. And I think money is a part of it. I call it, in, in, in no disrespect to, to, to this individual, I call it the Lindsay Lohan effect. You know, so what happens is these individuals that get this money, there's a self-entitlement thing. Jose's right. And you're right, James, there's, there's, they, they sometimes think that they're above and beyond the law. But in this case, I don't think that's this case. I don't think that this young man from Cleveland, I don't think that's the case here. I think he is uh, he's young. His decision-making uh, wasn't the best. He's making some bad choices. Uh, he's, he, he might not have the right support. And as you know, James, I, I won't ramble on too much about it, because I will. I'll take up the whole hour talking about it. But you're absolutely right. You bring up a very sensitive topic. Uh, and, 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 I, and if I can, I'm just going to kind of divert this just for a little bit, is that you've got a young man that got a DUI. And we just, as you know, we just had the All-Star game. And Joe Buck uh, was interviewing Derek Jeter. Now, we're talking about professional athletes here. You know, Derek Jeter spent 20 years in the big leagues, and Joe Buck asked him a great question. What do you think, or how do you keep your success, and what was it that you kept your success for so long and keeping yourself right. out of the negative spotlight, like this young man here from Cleveland? Right. And Derek right. Jeter had said, I knew my role. As soon as I stepped on the field, I knew it. Because as I was growing up, I knew I could be replaced in a second. Yeah, and so me. he knew where his oh. priorities were. And his first priority was on the field and playing to the best of his ability each and every day. You know what, B? You said a good thing. And
2: uh, I want to ask you, you uh, Jose, a question. I want y'all giving give me your honor of because a lot of people ask me, how was it playing in the NFL and, you know, how did the back scenes, Nobody see what we do in the back of the scene, in the locker room, you would say. And you don't know, see what goes on. Now, everybody sees what comes on when we do something outside of the locker room, you know, outside, you know, the house, when the club, and everybody got that, you know, opinion of, wow, all they do is that. You know, they do, one guy affirming me, like, well, all NFL players do drugs and sports. Like, no, it don't. You know, because I never touched it, you know. But my question to you, Jose, and you, Brian, what do you guys think of when you see all, you know, you see the players on TV, you see all the money they make, what do you see the players uh, when they do get in trouble? What do you see them as? Normal people, or should they be like Superman? What do you see, Jose? Well, hey,
3: man, everybody has their goods and their bads. But, uh, you know, some people will end up just, you know, investing the money and uh, using it in good. But, you know, some people just have so much money that uh, they'll end up just using it in whatever they want. And sometimes it just leads to bad. Right.
4: Yeah, James, you know what? He, it, it does. It, it, and money, money does. It has this. Uh, 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 <laughs> we work hard to reach financial freedom. It, me, me. Jose, you, James, I, I, we don't work for free. We are, we, are, we are living our lives to reach a financial freedom to where it reduces some stress. But when you get into a situation where you, you have come across uh, a, a contract that you sign and you start uh, your whole way of life, when you develop, uh, you, you get a different source of income That is fluctuated from somebody that's making twenty eight to thirty thousand, and let's say a college student. That's not even that. As a college student, I remember being a college athlete, and I was eating top ramen all the time. So you know, I mean, I was just I was living on means. And so, and James, you understand that. So when you when you get the opportunity to sign a contract, and 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 I don't think they're above the law. I really don't, and James, I I will point this out very quickly to all your listeners out there, is that you are one of the most humble individuals I've ever come across. You know, your demeanor really never changed when you signed on with Philadelphia. You've always treated me the same. I've always wished that I played professional ball, I played college ball, and I wish I could sign for somebody. You know, that was our dream. You made it. Right, you made it, but your your demeanor never changed. And what I think uh, why that is, James, is because you came from a good, sound structure family structure. You know, I know your mom, I know your beliefs, and I know your support system. And there's a lot of friends and family that would that support you and what you're doing. And I think a lot of them would, including myself, I think I would I would I would put it in check to a certain degree if you were getting outside those lines. Yeah. I think, you know, as friends, we have a responsibility to say, hey, James, man, what you're doing here I don't think is, is the right choice for you right now because if something were to happen, you could lose everything. You've worked your entire life to get to this point, so be mindful of what it is that you're doing. And as friends and as family, sometimes we don't do that. But I know from your point of view, James, you had good, f- sound, Structure and family dynamics that help support you get to
2: to get you where you are now well let, let me ask you guys this you said it's good sound structure. you know you know i I didn't grow up in you know the best of neighborhoods you know I don't know where you grew up Jose right I know where you came from on southern roads you know, but can we say you know uh somebody growing up in the ghetto to somebody growing up in the white picket fence house? that should change a person? Because shouldn't that person know uh, the respect and the discipline to get on, you know, because the reason why I play sports is, you know, I didn't want to join the game, and then I always wanted to, like, everybody say, get that money so they get their parents the house they want and car. Do you think culture and the neighborhood, Jose, um, should change a person?
3: Yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. You know, if, if you're wrong... Uh, people that uh, you know, you're gonna end up having uh, problems, you know, with, you know, with all the uh, gangs and stuff like that. But you know, just like uh, B said, you know, you got family support, you got people telling you do the right thing, don't don't do nothing bad. But you know, sometimes living in the hood and all that, it, it is a, a motivation to to do better and have the family, you know, somewhere else and then,
2: then in there. I, I, uh, Before you speak, B, I got to agree with you on that, Jose, because I look at when I came to Santa Rosa, you know, I met Brian and Dan and all the guys we, you know, and you being around those guys, Jose, like Brian, and they wouldn't let us get out of trouble. We was doing so wrong, like, hey, James, you know, you shouldn't do that, you know. But, you know, like you said, Jose, you get in the wrong crowd, And you're doing people doing drugs. I'm saying, hey, just do this. You know, you can make this little money, get you this and that. But they're still your friends. I mean, you got to look at which way do you go. That guy that's going to say, Brian, and say, hey, James, that's not right. Or the guy like, hey, you get you a little money in your pocket. What do you think, B? Uh,
4: I think a lot, James. You know, uh, you know, (laughs) listen, I'm grateful. I am grateful to, uh, have been brought up where my parents, uh, brought us up at. It just, we're, we're just north of San Francisco, about an hour north of San Francisco. And, uh, I'm grateful to have had the childhood that I have had. Uh, but, and, and I'm grateful for the, for the fact that my parents were able to provide four walls and a roof. Let's let's make that real clear, because now I'm a father of three, and I, I know there are times where it could be difficult. And when growing up, I even though I lived in in a, in a nice neighborhood, I had stress. I had I had I had some difficult times growing up, man. And I'll, just because I lived in a, I wasn't a well-to-do neighborhood. It was a nice neighborhood. Okay, we had our problems. We had theft. We had you know car theft, we had burglaries, we had that, but it wasn't to the, to the degree of, let's say, Oakland. And a lot of your uh, listeners understand Oakland or the s- south side of Chicago or whatever. But, it, it, you know, we have, uh, we have a certain code of ethics. Now, I came from a, a religious background. I know you did too, James. And that's part of our structure. Now, even though we're, de- we're dealt with stress we're a product of our environment okay uh we i used i used sports as an outlet i went through some i went through some challenging times in my life and as as athletes jose and yourself james all athletes here talking about uh our life skills and how we managed it i managed it by taking whatever frustrations i had out through football or baseball or whatever and I I look to coaches uh, outside of the family dynamics to kind of give me some direction. And, you know, as a coach for over 23 years, James, that's my duty. That's my fundamental duty is to make sure that if I have a child or if I have some kind of young athlete that comes on, I am going to try to identify his athleticism. But more importantly, I am going to make sure that that kid, if he doesn't have support at home, I'm going to provide him that support to get him out of the environment if it is negative, get him into a positive environment and get him into the direction of where he should understand where he needs to go rather than falling back into the drug-slinging, you know, whatever type of environment that he, he or she came from.
2: Well, Brian, uh, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to slip around a little another way. I got a little twist for you guys and see what you guys do with this. But this is James Love, my guest. B-Y, man. And we got Jose, my homie from Wyoming. We'll be right back.
1: Your internet
4: flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports.
0: Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. we're on the cutting edge of social media can you keep up you are going
1: global with gas
0: Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. Look, I made this show. Dude,
1: you totally made it, man. You were doing the big brother tryout today. Yeah.
3: All right, all right, all right.
1: Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play Drug Code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? <laughs> drug School. Yeah. Are we going to play porn and music or not? This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know they like that I got gas?
0: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN.
1: You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you, call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving back with Loving Sports Talk. I got my guest still here, uh, B. Wyman and Jose
2: Chavez. You guys still there? Yeah, yes, sir. Please. Well, guys, we, we had the twist, and we always talk about athletes, what they did, you know, all these negative stuff for the news. Let's talk the positive of sports. I mean, I know you guys love sports. We all like sports. Sports is the thing of the world now. There's a lot of money dished out to all these guys. And, you know, can you guys just tell me, you know, you first, or so you, Brian, you know, what you guys see good in sports. I mean, like, what I see, I can start with me. Well, I see. I see a lot of uh, positive. You know, you know, like I say, people don't see the other side of the, the athlete or what they do. And you know, I've been in the locker room. I see when we go out and do um, charity events. I, I got one coming up next week, and then, you know, and we're going out to do a little signing autograph for, you know, somebody that needs to raise money for a kid that was killed. And uh, you know, and I think, you know, by me, I can talk for me, and then I see other people. And I think, Brian, you kind of said there was a, a way out, outlet of, you know, you try to do good and do something, you know, that's not negative. And sports, kind of, I kind of think sports is a help of discipline. That's what I think, you know. You learn, you know, um, rules, and you follow rules in your house. And that's what I think sports is. What do you see, Jose? Well,
3: yeah, sports, sports. it is. It is a good thing, man. Uh, you know, to, uh, do really really good things and uh, opportunities come to you, but uh, you know to get into sports and and, and especially you know uh, um, NFL, NBA or whatever it is, it's 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 always good, you know, and, and pretty much helping people knowing that uh, you're in there, you're getting money. And some sometimes other people need help and they look up to you pretty much. They.
4: Yeah, James, uh, you know, that's a good question. You know, sports for me, uh, develops structure. And, and, and it's really important that we, we, uh, I, I worked with the high school just this last year, uh, and because they were, they were dealing with some issues. Now the issues that they were dealing with was bullying. They had some drug issues. They had some behavior issues on and off the football team. Now, one of the reasons why I came in there is because I had a daughter going to that school, and I had both addressed the principal, and then I addressed the athletic director, and the athletic director, you know, kind of respecting my my history and my background, said, come on aboard. If you, you, let's work together. And uh, it, it, And from there, we made an impact. And interesting enough, and I want to make this real clear, the whole the whole dynamics of the high school changed because the school went from five and five the year before, and the year before that was was four and six, and it had a pretty winning history for a long time. I mean, it was it was always in the playoffs, and then for for some unknown reason, that it, it just you know the coach was getting ready to retire. He'd been there for thirty seven, thirty eight years. And what happened was is it, it just the, the chemistry of the school and the football team were not there. And so when he retired, the athletic director took it over and kind of drew me in and kind of drew off of my ideas and we together collaborated and developed a plan to get it back on track. And it, was, it came back on track. They ended up having 11 and four seasons. And the interesting about interesting thing about that, James, and we're talking about the success of sports in people's lives. Here's another point I want to make: the demeanor of the parents. There were more parents filling the stands. The kids' attitudes were different because they were winning. The school, the demeanor had changed within the students. Then after the football season, you saw the, the fans just get completely packed during the basketball games. Chemistry is key when you're coaching any team. You ask John Wooden, you ask James Loving, you ask Jose, you ask anybody that's played any kind of team sports. You've got to have chemistry. You have to have chemistry in order to have a winning team. We brought that back to the school. We brought that back to the football team. But Here's the positive thing that we're going to talk about, sports. I played sports my entire life. And what sports did for me, it gave me not only the opportunity to play. As a kid, I want to play. But not only that, it gave me the opportunity to identify personalities that I may or may not get along with. Now, all of a sudden, I've got James Loving on my team, and I don't get along with him, but I get along with Jose. But you know what? James Loving's an all-star. What do I want to do? I want to play the game. Well, I've got to figure out a way to work with James in order to stay on the team because James Loving isn't going to quit. He's not going to quit, and I certainly don't want to quit, but I don't want to fight with James Loving. What I need to do is work within myself and the coaching staff to be able to work out my issues in order to keep playing the game and keep winning in the game because that's what the, we're, we're here for. You know, I won't go off and just, just saying, hey, we're here to play, to have fun. Yeah, that's all fun and dandy. But what we're here to do is work together and to win. And so that's really key. Those are the positive things that, that, that sports has done for me personally.
2: Well guys, what i like to do is i like to take some emails and, uh, read them out to you guys so you can guys answer. I'm looking at a real, uh, one well, right now and it says, uh, listen to you guys, uh, great show. I have a question for your guest, James. This is from North Dakota. Uh, do your guests think the athletes are getting paid too much money? Jose, okay, you want to start off or Brian?
4: Uh, y- you know what, James, I, I don't want to interrupt Jose. Jose, you want to go, you want to shoot at this first, or you want me to take it?
3: Well, what was that question again?
2: Um, the the, the um, listener says, do you guys think athletes get paid too much money?
3: They just hate too much money?
2: Do, they get, do, do you guys think athletes get paid too much money?
3: Oh. Well, you know, i uh, uh, if uh, if they really, really do what they're supposed to do, you know, play the game and win it, well, they earned it. They pretty much earned the money that they are going to get paid. And, you know, some of them are different contracts, different years, and different amount of money for years. But, uh, you know, if, if, if you do the job right, you earn the money.
4: James I I you know I I have some mixed emotions about this you know knowing um I've been blessed to have known you know not only yourself but a couple people that have played professional sports and uh you know and 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 I and I'm also grateful to to know these people they're humbled they've all been humbled uh do professional athletes get paid too much money well let's try to put this in perspective uh, I do. I do. I think, I think some people uh, get paid way too much money. But then, again, these athletes, and, and, and I don't want your listeners to get discouraged by what I'm saying here, I think these athletes are the ones that are bringing in the box office tickets and the money. So I think, and on the other hand, absolutely they should get paid. LeBron James, you know, Kobe Bryant. You know these these types of Peyton Manning. These are the people that are that are bringing money to the box office. They're the ones that are selling the jerseys. They're the ones that are doing, you know, the ratings on TV. You know Derek Jeter. Look at Derek Jeter. He's, he's got the highest selling jersey right now of all time. You know, uh, it, it, so you know. Is it worth their weight in gold? Absolutely. Those are the people that brought the money to the system, and the system is the team or the network that they're playing for, Major League Baseball, NFL, NHL, whatever it may be. So you you ask a question that's got a kind of double-edged sword here. Are they overpaid? Uh, on one extent, I do think they're overpaid. To, and then on the other extent, I want to make sure that, you know, like Johnny Manziel. Here's here's a guy that's up and coming. He hasn't even played a professional football game yet, and here he is. Uh, you know, but he was a very high-rated football player that had a jersey and sold memorabilia from his college his college days. And you know, quite honestly, I remember going through college. Man, I I suffered. I suffered. I made it ends meet, like I said. Top ramen, going to you know certain venues to be, to, to get that you know cheap meal, and so uh, it, yeah, you know Johnny Manziel brought a lot to that university, and so should he get paid for that? Yes, but there's got to be some limitations, James, and that you that what... really is the 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 answer to your question. There there has to be some limitations. I I, I get it, but it's it's I mean. You know, you, you, you get these figures to where these guys, you track it down where a major league pitcher has got so much money, every time he throws a pitch, it's worth $10,000. Those are some of the statistics that people are coming out with. And, you know, is, is, that, is that really worth its weight in gold? Yeah. Me, personally, I don't think so. Uh, I think it should be trimmed back a little bit, but now everybody's pushing the envelope to try to make more money.
2: You know what, B? I'm a, I got something to say on that because I agree with Jose. And, uh, you know, but we got to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to give you what I think about what you said, B. This is James Love with his guests, Brian and Jose. We'll be right back.
4: Your internet flagship
0: station for sports.
4: Voice America Sports.
0: parenting relationships self-improvement career advice and a variety of other topics check us out today you're sure to find something of interest voice america variety talk on today's hot topics
3: are you
1: a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter
0: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN.
1: You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you, call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show.
2: This is Jack Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I got my guests, Jose and Brian. Y'all still there, guys? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All uh, right, well, we, before we left, Ryan got to talking about the athlete. They shouldn't get the money, and they should get the money. Uh, I'm kind of like what Jose said, you know. I got to with Jose. You go out there, you do your job, you deserve that money, because you got to look at, too. You know, look what's all involved with that. And uh, I don't know if you guys, you, you've been to an NFL game or NBA. If you took a family of three, you come out there, spend at least three, $400. Easy. Food, <laughs> drink. All that money is going to the owners. Now, owners are making billions. Now, the reason I said the athlete, you know, they're getting $30, you know, $100 million contracts. You got to look at what your body goes through. I mean, you can go out there, get injured like I got, injured, and your career is done. So you tell me if you go out there and you're going to work for $30,000, you're done, with all that work you put in. So it's worth millions because that little millions that the athletes get. The owners are getting billions off it. So, yeah, it is worth it. You're right, Jose. It is worth that money. If you go out there and do what you're supposed to do, what they hired you for, go out there and catch touchdown, throw the football. You agree
4: with that, B? Uh, You know what? I I do. You know, like I said, it's a double-edged sword here. Contracts in sports are no different than contracts in everyday life, James. That's it. That it just. That's flat and simple. You know, I, I I certainly don't like working for the for the fees. I think I'm worth a lot more. And so, you know, now it becomes a negotiation tool when you're going in for employment or going in for a job interview. Hey, what are you willing to pay me and the knowledge that I have to bring forth to the table? You know, same thing. And and, and let's let's be mindful of what the professional athlete in football is going through. Let's just talk football for, for a second here. Let's talk the concussions and the body of what you're going through absolutely james but it's no it's no different than a hockey player or a baseball player taking a line drive off the forehead you know or getting beamed by a pitcher that's throwing 98 miles an hour in the head your career could be over immediately so but there are higher risks with football And so, with that being said, do I I think, yes, absolutely, I want him to get paid. Because, as you know, James, uh, I had another friend that, you know, he he went through some difficult times in the NFL, and uh, he's still paying for it. It took a toll on the body. Look at the basketball players. Look at Phil Jackson, how he walks. You know, all those years on the court, man, his back is jacked up. But it was a choice. And me
2: and Jose talked about just a normal job. You put in that hard work, you won't get paid. You don't want to see no two hundred dollars check. Am I right, Jose?
3: That's right, man. You
2: know, uh, you, you end
3: you, up putting in the work, yeah, you do. You,
2: you won't see uh some money, right am I right, Jose? You agree with me, don't you Jose?
3: Yeah, yeah, man. You pretty much end up uh getting getting paid but, you know, you you just like just like Brian says, you know. Uh, you, you, your body gets beat up, concussions and all that on the football. That's that's really really bad, man. And and it does affect your life pretty much. Money money, money can't really you know fix your 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 problem, your body problems, your pain. You 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 feel the pain. You, you buy medications and all that, but still, you know you, you get affected right after you're done. You know, you're tired, and and everything's good. You know, you know James,
4: going back—if you don't mind—going uh, back to that individual that wrote that email. Do professional athletes get paid too much? Well, you have to put it in perspective. You know, I, I do. I want all the owners to be able to uh, benefit from the rewards. No, I think they should be distributed out. Definitely, but there's got to be some type of cap. There's got to be some type of cap there. We've got young athletes that are coming in that are absolutely eager. Uh, and, and and what it does is I think it, it takes away and it distracts away from the, it. It makes some distractions of the game. I want these athletes to be paid. Absolutely, no question about it, because, you know, as as athletes, we know the toll that it can possibly bring, and for, you know, the professional athletes that have extended their careers for possibly another 10 to 15 years, they're the ones that are going into the, what I call the red zone to where where their bodies are really going to get some damage because you're bigger, faster, and we're getting older. So, do, do professional athletes uh, uh, do they get paid too much? My my question, my answer to the question is: in some cases, yes; in other cases, no, they do not. So I, I'm kind of does it answer the the, the emailer's question? To a certain extent, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm waffling on it, but you've got to take a lot in perspective, like some of the, the analogies I gave. You know, you've got a Peyton Manning, Johnny Manziel. Um, you know, it, for, for somebody like Tiger Woods, he's getting endorsements. You know, but look what he did to the game of golf. The guy is off the hook when it comes to golf. He's injured now, and all eyes are on him because they want to see if he's able to bounce back. Tiger Woods is getting older. Does he deserve the money that he deserves? I certainly think he does. Even when people think golf isn't a physical sport, look what it did to Tiger Woods. The guy swings the club, and he swings it so hard, he's jumping out of his Nike spikes. And it's it's had a pull on his back. And so... Hey, you know what? He brought he brought a lot to the game. Tiger Woods has brought a lot to the game of golf. So, you know, certain athletes, yeah, they're entitled to that. Absolutely.
2: Well guys, I got another email. Oh, uh, this is from Sandy from San Bernardino, California. What do you guys think the Miami Heat will do now that LeBron James has left? Do you want to start off, Jose, or what was it again? What do you think the Miami Heat would do now that LeBron James had left the team? I guess well, you probably meaning, Do you think they'll win another championship or will they win this year?
3: Well, yeah, you know, the best guys out, so you never know. They, they might end up winning or might end up looking for somebody else to, you know, take his spot. But, uh, um, they probably do have a chance, but without uh, the main player, you know, I don't think so. Hey,
4: oh hey, you know, D Wade just signed the contract with the Heat on Tuesday. It's just a two-year deal, and uh, you know, I mean, you have you have LeBron James leaving and going back to his old turf, Cleveland, and I, I'll tell you. I think that was the right choice for those Cleveland fans because we're all now fans of the game. I've always been a fan of the game, you know, and, and to see him leave Cleveland. Uh, now it's important to see whether or not Cleveland will build the team around LeBron and really start digging in their pockets to find some good instrumental players that will support. Uh, LeBron and possibly bring them a championship over in Cleveland but I think that was the right choice by by LeBron to make it to make it right because as you know there was a lot of hateful stuff going on because they were hurt you have to identify why these individuals out in Cleveland were so angry and uh they didn't want to see him go and and the and the owner you know I d- saw LeBron come up through high school signed him out of high school brought him on his team paid him good money and then you know he he took off he took off but now he's back we'll see we'll, we'll see how, what happens when it, it it comes out you know we'll see what happens but uh it's good to see LeBron go back to Cleveland i think the the fans deserve that i really do
2: yeah, but normally, you know, uh, when you see guys like this lead and you might have players on the team that haven't done anything because LeBron was there, now they have their chance to shine and they might come out to be, you know, do good. These guys that, you know, want to shoot the ball, but LeBron was taking all the shots. Now they can get some shots. So, you know, you might Miami might end up, you know, I don't see them winning it again, but they might go through there, you know, and, uh, you know, do pretty good next year, so. Uh, that's, my, that's a good question, Sammy from you know So, uh...
4: well, like I like I said, James, if you don't mind, is that hey, hey, when I'm up against James Loving and I'm a DB, I've got to raise the level of the bar. I've got to raise my game. I don't just become complacent. I've got to be on my best because if I'm not, James Loving is going to take you to the house. Okay. Same thing with LeBron James. Same thing with Tiger Woods. Same thing with Peyton Manning. Johnny Manziel, when we see him in the, in the you know, uh, these individuals are are coming in with great athleticism. And if the people, it, it's been proven that anybody that has played, now when if, if I'm out playing golf and I'm, <laughs> I'm playing against Tiger Woods or I'm playing with Tiger Woods, I can't play against Tiger Woods. My game isn't that good. But if I'm playing with them, I'm going to raise the level of the ball. I'm going to start thinking differently. I'm going to start playing differently. Same thing when I go up against James Loving. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to take a different approach. And part of that approach is raising my own personal game. I've got to raise it. I've got to step my game up. So if these players in Cleveland don't rise to the occasion, like Derek Jeter said, you know, at the All-Star Game, I, and I, I, it's a beautiful quote, my first and foremost thought is what I do on this field because I know at any given moment I can be cut. And Derek Jeter played like that for 20 years. He gave you his best. Look at the ovations at the All-Star Games. I mean, it just it just proves that these people, as sports spectators, we see it. We see it. Yeah. And there's some passionate uh, spectators that are out there that follow the game and know the game real well. We can't underestimate the ability of people's knowledge towards these games. And if they see somebody on the court that's not playing, they're going to be upset. They're going to be upset. And you're going to hear people and you're going to see people texting. They've got to get rid of this guy. They've got to bring this guy in. It's about shaking and moving. And if they're not going to build the team around LeBron, you know, you're gonna get more frustration. Cleveland wants a title. That's why they brought LeBron in. That's why he went back. And if they could bring a title to Cleveland, that would be awesome. That would yeah. be awesome.
2: Well, guys, we gotta take one more break, and then we come back. I'm gonna ask you guys about the NFL season coming up. What you guys predict? And who you see gonna be MVP? But this is Jay's love. Our guest, B and Jose. We'll be right back.
4: at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports, right here on the Voice American Network, and let's talk football. Looking for
1: the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network.
4: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
2: Like I said, you know, I just want to thank my guests, you know, Brian and Jose, for being on with me today, just to sit down and chat. You know, we talk about, you know, and it's only the opinion, you know. But, you know, I like to just talk to the guys and get their opinion. And, you know, we're not trying to put anybody down. And I know my listeners know that. So, you know, we just, you know, like to give our opinion what we think, what, you know, should go on. That mean, it should happen. But, you know, it's all good. Right, guys? Yes,
4: absolutely. Sir. absolutely. Well, They're great guys. questions, James. They're great questions.
2: Well, guys, uh, preseason NFL bar start up. I know everybody's been waiting for the football start. You know, we got baseball. Everybody kept saying baseball more. But uh, basketball, over with. Now, you know, we got the NFC. Who do you guys think going to come out? Well, let's first start, you know, uh, who you guys think is going to be one of those surprise teams? From the NFC, you want to start Jose? Who was that? Who do you think will be a surprise team gonna win a lot of games next year from the NFC? Ah, uh, that's be a hard one. They got a lot of
3: good, team, a lot of good teams, man. Got a lot of good what? I.
2: Mean... You know, hey, Jose? James,
4: hey James, can I jump in? Yeah, go ahead. I, th- I think I think what's happened is uh, Jose's uh, it, it, your phone might be breaking up on Jose, so he's having difficulty right. trying to. Uh, but uh, I, I get I get the question here, and uh, you know the NFC, I, I I like it. You know, especially out here on the West Coast, uh, San Francisco Forty ers You know, uh, you, and now it, if the listeners, uh, you know, know that they're back in the day, it used to be. Uh, San Francisco 49ers against the Los Angeles Rams. Well, you know, times have changed, and now what you're seeing is you're seeing a big rivalry, and this is the awesome thing about football. I love it. You know, regardless of who you're pulling for, I love to see the rivalry. I love to see the adjustments that the coaches are making with these athletes because you've got two good teams, and I'm talking about Seattle, you know, having Seattle being, being you know, uh, real close with the Niners, you know, we're only, you know, the flight is only, you know, uh, uh, maybe, you know, an hour and a half, two-hour flight away, and uh, the rivalry is awesome. And, you know, what you saw in the playoff game against Sherman and Crabtree, that brought so much attention to the game. Oh, it was exciting, and Sherman, let's be honest, Let's be honest. Let's give, let's give props. Sherman made the play of the year because if he did not tip that ball away, the Niners were going to the Super Bowl. Niners were going to the Super Bowl, but he made an outstanding play. But he brought a lot of hype to the game, which also brought a lot of viewers to the game. Now, if we're talking about getting paid, do Crabtree and, and Sherman get paid? They certainly should, because you know what? Not only do they, you know, talk the talk, they're also bringing the walk. You know, so they know how to they know how to bring it to the table. So. Uh, that, I, you know, NFC, uh, unless you've got some uh, inside scoop, James, I want to hear all about it.
2: Are you through there, Jose?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Did you get the question now?
3: Nah, it cut off.
2: Oh, which surprise team do you think going to be in the NFC? Well, I'll start off with you. You can go, Jose, Brian just went. Um, you know what? The inside thing I got be, if you say I got an inside and I'm gonna tell you right now it's gonna be the Tampa Bay uh Buccaneers. I mean they got Lovey Smith as the coach over there. They got a great quarterback that came from the best, Cave McNow. He's he's a up and coming guy. They had a team before. They had a lot of coaching problems last year that the coaching get all the players. Took the good player away, uh Garrell Reeves too, you know, but that team had always been great. They just needed a coach to get them over it. They had the players. Now they got somebody that can coach the players, so that's going to be a surprise team. And like you say, B, the NFL, you love that game because you don't know who's going to come up and be great and win. I mean, look how Seattle popped up. Seattle has never been that great of, you know, but I think Tampa Bay. Who you think, Jose? Jose. Jose.
4: Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't think. I something wrong with Jose fall. yeah.
2: Lovie. Yeah,
4: yeah, unfortunately. You know what? You you brought up a good point. You know, uh, uh, co- coach Lovey Smith, a great coach. Obviously knows uh how to win. Um you know, it it really depends on on Tampa Bay's schedule. Um uh, you know, and who they're playing. You know, they're playing Jacksonville, Miami, Buffalo, you know, those teams and and how how those how their schedule pans out and how they handle that schedule because last year 4 and 12 wasn't a good year for them yeah. Yeah. you know uh, it it really wasn't and 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 here again James and I and I'll, I I don't want to go too far into it but you know I I thought Miami prior to all the issues that they had Inside yeah. their club, I thought Miami was going to be a better team than they were, but because of the negative limelight that they got from some of those issues uh kind of really had a uh, just a serious impact on the team yeah so well, if, not... if 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 tampa bay can and can, can keep all that in check and if they can develop good camaraderie within the team and injuries, you know injuries, James. Yeah, it just if if they could stay healthy, you know, with a good coach, who knows? See, I gotta agree with you on that. I think we think
2: alike. like, and I thought Miami last year too. I was watching them; they looked like they was coming on at one time. You're right, and I was like, man, they got gonna surprise a lot of people, you know, and you know, and then they took that turn to where it's just like you it just fell off, you know, the world or the map, you know. But you know, uh, like you say, you know, coaching has to that's where that coaching got to come in. You got to keep those guys level-headed and keep them, you know, focused. So, you know, we'll see what Miami do next year, too, you know. But, I, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think our Eight. time is running low. I can't remember if we got the music. But, uh, like I say, guys, I want to thank you. We got to thank uh, my agent Kevin. Uh, he's going to be leaving us, you know. uh, I just want to oh, put this taking on taking off? The air Kevin's
4: that, taking off?
2: Yeah, he's going off. So. But I just want to put it on the air thank Kevin uh Hey, you hit Chi-Town, come on through, and all you done for me with the show and, you know, being there and calling my guests, I appreciate it, yeah.
4: Yeah, right on. Hey, we'll give Kevin my best. Tell him thank you very much. And uh, giving you the opportunity to, to be on the airwaves and, and me as well to support you, James, uh, it's great. I, I Best of luck on all his endeavors.
2: I want to thank you, Jose. You there, Jose? I keep coming in and all, but I want to thank you, uh, Jose, too, for coming on, and you too, be always. Thanks again, J- guys, for another great show. James, thank
4: you very much. All right.